Good morning and welcome to Meditating the Word. If you have ever struggled to read through the Bible, I have great news for you. In about 20 minutes a day, we are reading through the entire Bible this year. I'm Cherie, your guide and fellow traveler on this journey. Whether you are a seasoned Bible reader or diving into Scripture for the first time, I'm thrilled that you're here with us. We are in our 10th month together. We've left the Old Testament and are embracing the teachings of the New Testament. Today is day 299. We are reading Luke 12 and 13 from the World English Bible. Ready to hear what God has for us today? Let's dive in. The Good News or Gospel according to Luke, chapters 12 and 13. Meanwhile, when a multitude of many thousands had gathered together, so much so that they trampled on each other, he began to tell his disciples, first of all, Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. But there is nothing covered up that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the darkness will be heard in the light. What you have spoken in the ear in the inner rooms will be proclaimed on the housetops. I tell you, my friends, don't be afraid of those who kill the body, and after that have no more that they can do. But I will warn you whom you should fear. Fear him whom, after he is killed, has power to cast into Gehenna. Yes, I tell you, fear him. Aren't five sparrows sold for two Asaria coins? Not one of them is forgotten by God. But the very hairs of your head are all counted. Therefore, don't be afraid. You are of more value than many sparrows. I tell you, everyone who confesses me before men, the Son of Man will also confess before the angels of God. But he who denies me in the presence of men will be denied in the presence of God's angels. Everyone who speaks a word against the Son of Man will be forgiven. But those who blaspheme against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. When they bring you before the synagogues, the rulers, and the authorities, don't be anxious how or what you will answer or what you will say. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that same hour what you must say. One of the multitude said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? He said to them, Beware, keep yourselves from covetousness, for a man's life doesn't consist of the abundance of the things which he possesses. He spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man produced abundantly. He reasoned within himself, saying, What will I do, because I don't have room to store my crops? He said, This is what I will do. I will pull down my barns, build bigger ones, and there I will store all my grain and my goods. I will tell my soul, Soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. 
But God said to him, You foolish one, tonight your soul is required of you. The things which you have prepared, whose will they be? So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. He said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, don't be anxious for your life, what you will eat, nor yet for your body, what you will wear. Life is more than food, and the body is more than clothing. Consider the ravens. They don't sow, they don't reap. They have no warehouse or barn, and God feeds them. How much more valuable are you than birds? Which of you, by being anxious, can add a cubit to his height? If, then, you aren't able to do even the least things, why are you anxious about the rest? Consider the lilies, how they grow. They don't toil, neither do they spin. Yet, I tell you, even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. But if this is how God clothes the grass in the field, which today exists and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O you of little faith? Don't seek what you will eat or what you will drink, neither be anxious, for the nations of the world seek after all of these things, but your Father knows that you need these things. But seek God's kingdom, and all these things will be added to you. Don't be afraid, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Sell what you have and give gifts to the needy. Make for yourselves purses which don't grow old, a treasure in the heavens that doesn't fail, where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Let your waist be dressed and your lamps burning. Be like men watching for their Lord when he returns from the wedding feast, that when he comes and knocks, they may immediately open to him. Blessed are those servants whom the Lord will find watching when he comes. Most certainly, I tell you, that he will dress himself, make them recline, and will come and serve them. They will be blessed if he comes in the second or third watch and finds them so. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what hour the thief was coming, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, be ready also, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour that you don't expect him. Peter said to him, Lord, are you telling this parable to us or to everybody? The Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise steward whom his Lord will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the right times? Blessed is that servant whom his Lord will find doing so when he comes. Truly I tell you that he will set him over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, My Lord delays his coming, and begins to beat the men servants and the maid servants, and to eat and drink and to be drunken, then the Lord of that servant will come in a day when he isn't expecting him, and in an hour 
that he doesn't know, and will cut him in two, and place his portion with the unfaithful. That servant, who knew his Lord's will, and didn't prepare nor do what he wanted, will be beaten with many stripes. But he who didn't know, and did things worthy of stripes, will be beaten with few stripes. To whomever much is given, of him much will be required. And to whom much was entrusted, of him more will be asked. I came to throw fire on the earth. I wish it were already kindled. But I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how distressed I am until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to give peace in the world? I tell you, no, but rather division. For from now on, there will be five in one household divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided, father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against her mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He said to the multitudes also, When you see a cloud rising from the west, immediately you say, A shower is coming, and so it happens. When a south wind blows, you say, There will be a scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of the earth and the sky, and how is it that you don't interpret this time? Why don't you judge for yourselves what is right? For when you are going with your adversary before the magistrate, try diligently on the way to be released from him, lest perhaps he drag you to the judge, and the judge deliver you to the officer, and the officer throws you into prison. I tell you, you will by no means get out of there until you have paid the very last penny. Now there were some present at the same time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus answered them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. Or those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the men who dwell in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all perish in the same way. He spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard, and he came seeking fruit on it and found none. He said to the vine dresser, Behold, these three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why does it waste the soil? He answered, Lord, Leave it alone this year also, until I dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit, fine. But if not, after that you can cut it down. He was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath day. Behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years. She was bent over and could in no way straighten herself up. When Jesus saw her, he called her and said to her, 
Woman, you are freed from your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood up straight and glorified God. The ruler of the synagogue, being indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, said to the multitude, There are six days in which men ought to work. Therefore, come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Therefore the Lord answered him, You hypocrites! Doesn't each one of you free his ox or his donkey from the stall on the Sabbath and lead him away to water? Ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan had bound eighteen long years, be freed from this bondage on the Sabbath day? As he said these things, all his adversaries were disappointed, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. He said, What is God's kingdom like? To what shall I compare it? It is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and put in his own garden. It grew and became a large tree, and the birds of the sky live in its branches. Again he said, To what shall I compare God's kingdom? It is like yeast, which a woman took and hid in three measures of flour, until it was all leavened. He went on his way through cities and villages, teaching and traveling on to Jerusalem. One said to him, Lord, are they few who are saved? He said to them, Strive to enter in by the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter in and will not be able. When once the master of the house has risen up and shut the door, and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us, then he will answer and tell you, I don't know you or where you come from. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. He will say, I tell you, I don't know where you come from. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all the prophets in God's kingdom, and yourselves being thrown outside. They will come from the east, west, north, and south, and will sit down in God's kingdom. Behold, there are some who are last who will be first, and there are some who are first who will be last. On that same day, some Pharisees came, saying to him, Get out of here and go away, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox, Behold, I cast out demons and perform cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I complete my mission. Nevertheless, I must go on my way today and tomorrow, and the next day, for it can't be that a prophet would perish outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I wanted to gather your children together, like a hen gathers her own brood under her wings, and you refused. Behold, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord.
Father God, remind us when we get caught up in the cares and anxieties of daily life that we are more valuable to you than the sparrows. Remind us that every hair on our head is numbered. Over and over again, you have shown that you are our provider and you provide abundantly for all of our needs. As David said, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. Thank you for providing for us out of the riches of your glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Thank you for joining us today on Meditating the Word. As we close another chapter in our journey, it's important to remember that understanding the Bible is a process, and we know that faith comes by hearing the Word, and understanding comes through planting it in our hearts and meditating on it. Thank you for joining me today. I hope to meet you here again tomorrow and every day as we continue reading the Bible together. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers. I look forward to spending time with you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.